Not everybody is able to hide from the world, but in this case, this man has been doing it for 45 years. Hey everybody, welcome to Crime Over Cocktails. I'm Tiffany, your host, and today we're going to cover the case of Brad Bishop while I drink my vodka and pink lemonade. Y'all, I haven't been able to find this in months, so I'm a little excited. Brad Bishop has been on the America's Most Wanted list since April 10th of 2014 for five counts of murder. Brad was born in Pasadena, California on August 1st, 1936. He was extremely intelligent. He had a master's in Italian from Middlebury College and African Studies from UCLA after he got his bachelor's from Yale in 1959. He married his high school sweetheart, Annette Weiss. After serving four years in the counterintelligence area, he joined the U.S. State Department for Foreign Services Overseas. He could speak four languages fluently, Italian, French, Croatian, and Spanish. Him and his wife, Annette, they had three boys, Jeffrey, age five, Brenton, age 10, and William III, age 14. In 1974, the family was living in Bethesda, Maryland, and he was working at the State Department headquarters in Washington, D.C. as an assistant chief in the Division of Special Activities and Commercial Treaties. His mother, Lobelia, age 68, was also living with the family. March 1st, 1976, Brad went to work like any other day, and later on during the day, he found out that he wasn't going to get the promotion that he really wanted, and he thought that he deserved. So he was upset, and he told his secretary that he didn't feel good and that he was leaving for the day. On his way, he decided he was going to make a few stops. So he went to the bank, and he withdrew a couple hundred dollars. He then went to the mall. He then bought a sledgehammer at the Montgomery Mall. I don't know what mall around here sells sledgehammers, but I mean, I guess this is back in 1976, so... He also stopped at the gas station to fill up his car, and he also filled up one of those red gas cans that you hold extra gas in. His last stop was to the hardware store, and that's where he bought a shovel and a pitchfork. He got to the house around 7.30, 8 o'clock, and police believe that his wife was first, 37-year-old Annette. He killed her, and then he went in and killed all three of his sons while they were sleeping in their beds. And then when his mom got back, she was out walking the dog. He killed her, too. After he killed his entire family, he decided it was a good idea to put them all in the back of his station wagon and drove 275 miles with these bodies in his car all the way until he got to a swamp that was about five miles from south of Columbia. On March 2nd, he decided that he was going to dig a hole and put all the bodies in this one little hole. And then he set them on fire. Their bodies were found shortly, though, because a park ranger saw the smoke and alerted to go find out what it was. On March 10th, a neighbor of the bishops decided to call the cops because she hadn't seen the family in days. And that wasn't like them, you know? I mean, they had three kids. She hadn't seen anybody. Or the dog. When they got to the house, they noticed that there was blood on the front porch. And when they made entry into the home, they found it on the walls, on the floor. 
it, it was everywhere. It was in the bedrooms. It was later named the horror house because of the ceilings in the kids' room. It, it looked horrible. Cops were saying that this is the most gruesomest thing that they've ever seen. A policeman told CNN that the marks on the ceiling showed how many times he must have hit his son. It was hard for them to stomach that, and I could only imagine to know what happened in that house. On March 18th, they found his station wagon at an isolated campground in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park in Elmont, Tennessee. In the car, they found a pool of blood. There was a bloody blanket, a shotgun, axe. They also found his shaving kit, which included his medication in it. He also had dog biscuits. He did spare the dog now. He brought the dog with him. Nobody knows really how long the dog gets to live for, but he did spare the dog. Police thought that he might have joined like a group of hikers on the trail, but they weren't able to find a trail, even if they did, even with bloodhounds. They weren't able to pick up on his scent. They tried looking everywhere. They were talking to other hikers. Nobody had seen him. The next day, the grand jury charged Brad Bishop with five counts of first-degree murder. But since he had a weak start, they had no idea where he might have gone. Literally, the possibilities were endless. He's got a pilot's license. He's an outdoorsman who likes hiking and shit. He had a diplomatic passport, and his wallet and passport have never been found. He also had intelligence training from the U.S. government, and that would have helped him avoid capture easy. Over the years, they have had sightings of him, but they're mostly over in Europe. He's been seen in, like, England, the Netherlands, Italy, Belgium, Finland, Greece, Germany, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. In July of 1978, he was spotted going to a public park in Stockholm. A woman who had previously worked with him saw him there on more than one occasion. And she said she didn't call the cops because she didn't even know that he was a wanted man. But she definitely knew that it was him. She stated it over and over again that she was certain that that was him. He was also spotted in a restroom in Sorrento, Italy in January of 1959 by a former U.S. State Department colleague. On September 19, 1994, he was spotted at a basal train platform by an old neighbor who knew the whole family. And he was seen getting into a car and driving away. What is the chances? Not only people are seeing you, but these are people who, like, know you know you. You know what I mean? These are colleagues. These are your neighbors. The hell are the chances of that? But, I mean, he still escapes. Even with people who for sure know it's him, eh, he gets away. In 2014, a body was found after a really bad car accident, and they thought that it could be him because it, it resembled him a lot. It had his build and, and facial features. But after the FBI exhumed the body, the DNA was not a match. They then decided that they were going to make an age-progressed statue to the age of 77. That way they could have some idea of what he might look like nowadays. They even had like different varieties that would have facial hair, glasses, sideburns. He had a goatee. They made so many different ways that he could be looking right now. And they were all made by Karen Taylor, who was a forensic artist. That sounds like a really cool job. 
This case has been discussed in Reader's Digest, Time, The Washington Post, Unsolved Mysteries, ABC's Vanished, and America's Most Wanted. He was profiled on America's Most Wanted for 33 years to the day of when they found the bodies of his family. That's crazy to think his face has been out there that much And still, no one has a clue where this guy is. It's like he just vanished. Although he thought that he left nothing behind, there was a little surprise out for Mr. Bishop. Turns out he had a daughter named Kathy Gilchrist. She said she always knew she was adopted, but never knew who her parents were. So she took one of those home DNA tests in 2017. And the test result actually brought her to her third cousin, Susan Gilmore, and she lived in Maine. They were excited to actually have each other, and then they started to realize that they actually had a lot in common. They were both English majors, and they were both teachers. Susan was an amateur genealogist, decided to help Kathy try to get more answers about her birth family. She even helped her find her birth mother, who had put her up for adoption in 1957. But it was the father that it was going to take more time to find out who really was the father for Kathy. And after several years of research, finally solved the puzzle. She said she was looking at the surnames. She's looking at names that could be in common, looking at the geography. And there it was, William Bradford Bishop Jr., and that's when they realize that maybe they're not going to have that fairy tale reunion because he's a wanted fugitive. When Susan found out who it was, the only thing she told Kathy was just name. And she was like, oh, is it somebody famous? And she's like, uh, yeah, uh, father's a murderer. <laughs> what? And, you know, that's when they started diving into the whole story of what could have happened. And she's like, thank God, you know, we have a great sense of humor because she's like, of course my father's a murderer, you know, what else would he be? So she found out at the age of 63 that her father was Brad Bishop. It's unclear if the biological mother knew about her father's past, but she said that, you know, she was glad that she didn't find out until she was older in life because she probably would have carried that with her. As for Brad Bishop, he would be 84 years old if he was still alive. And his daughter thinks that he is, and he's still on the run. I mean, if he's gotten away with it this long, then I'd say anything is definitely possible. He's done what people, some people can't be missing for 10 hours never mind fucking oh my god so many years this is crazy this is a very interesting case so i would like to say thank you to chris cruz this was your idea and it is just crazy how some people can get away with stuff like that if there's a case that you would like to hear feel free to either send me a message or you can send something on one of my socials Thank you for listening. Don't forget all the ways you can listen. Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast. While you're there, make sure to like, follow, subscribe, or give that five-star rating. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. And also head over to CrimeOverCocktails.com if you would like to help support the show, become a Patreon, or if you just want to check out the merch. All right, you guys, we'll talk crime another time. Bye.